Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into VSEN Live Bet Sunday. Danny Burke, your host here in Las Vegas at the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Happy to be with you. We've also got our guy Holden Kushner live out of Denver, Colorado. We, uh, we're not too content with this Big Ten matchup in college oh. hoops right now, man. Penn State, 26-9 over Rutgers. Uh, did the Scarlet Knights forget there was a game today, Holden? Listen, Penn State looks like John Wick after the Russian mafia kicked, kicked his puppy. And then Rutgers looked like they took a triple dose of uh, sleeping pills. I mean, this yeah. is ridiculous. This <laughs> Rutgers cannot, they just can't score. Last time I checked, they were like four for 19 from the field. They look jittery. Um, just nothing is falling. Literally nothing is falling for them. Nine points in the first half. So 26 to nine Penn State trying to work their way into the NCAA tournament. They win this game. Wisconsin's got to be a little bit worried. So there's a lot on the line besides from my bet in this game, Danny. There's a lot on the line for NCAA tournament. Uh, and, and, you know, Wisconsin after that loss today, they have got to be rooting for Rutgers as well. Uh, ugly basketball game. Let's just put it that way. And remember we were talking about the under. I mean, it might not have been a bad play, even though it was eight yeah. off the close. It's, uh, it's only come down three points to 121 and a half. The Rutgers team total might be a, an interesting one, too. I'm not going to bet uh, an under on it. It's just gone too much. But uh, a team, let's find a team total here for Rutgers. Yeah, and we make it another. 52 and a half? Uh, 52 and a half. Uh, 
was going to say, we may get a chance. Like, Rutgers is going to score at some point. You got to figure. I mean, Penn State's defense isn't this good, Holden. It's more of Rutgers just not taking advantage. And I, I feel like if, if you want to go that route, either full game under or Rutgers team yeah. total under, maybe we, we just wait a little bit. That's really low. I almost just want to shut my phone off at this point. Sometimes <laughs> you're going to have really good days. Sometimes you're not going to have great days. This is just one of those you got to chalk up and say, okay, I'll come back tomorrow and I'll try and win some of these games. I, you know what? I wouldn't blame you for going in on the under here. Who knows? Maybe Rutgers makes some halftime adjustments. They get going. It's an ugly start. Uh, and being in at eight and a half, listen, they're only down, what, 15, so seven off the number, eight off the number. But this is just as about as bad of a start that I've seen a team have this season. I mean, we're, we're 15 minutes into the game. Rutgers has nine points, nine. No fun. No fun. whatsoever no. <laughs> for no Rutgers or if you're backing up uh, 12 and a half is the number on the live line. Hey, they put in a bucket 26 to 11, or at least that's what uh, this book is telling me. There you go. Yeah. You get a little bit of a layup oof, there. Oof. So maybe that'll be the spark for him. Plus seven fifty. If you believe in them all the way, Holden, we'll take what we can get at this point, baby. Um, some other, Oh, nicely done. Looking up, uh, you know, so I'm sweating out this hockey game, the Rangers and Kings yeah. over six. King scored, then the Rangers just scored. So now I'm at six. Need one more goal. We got the Look whole third period. So hopefully, uh, you know, we don't completely uh, miss out on this with a bad beat with plenty of time to go. But I'll be sweating out that. Sweating out the other hockey game, Holden. Uh, I got the Cavs against the Raptors. Cleveland up 64-52 to 52 at the half. Let's hope they can hold on. And, uh, yeah, we need, uh, we need Rutgers to jump in here, too, to help salvage that poor start. Then also Stanford and Washington, Holden. I know you had yeah. some curiosity about getting involved. Stanford really hasn't allowed you to do that. It's been them the whole way. They're up 38 to 26. 12 and a half is the live number. 137 and a half is the total. So nothing worth jumping in on, right? No, it was at six and a half. I said, well, I kind of want to back Stanford here, but six and a half is a lot. What I say? I want to get it down to three. Yeah. It's just not happening right now. And then with this Rutgers thing, they finally hit a three. So again, uh, it's, it's been really ugly. They put in five points in the last minute, which is more than half of their production for the first 15 minutes. Uh, it's just, you don't want to overreact. You never want to overreact, but sometimes you just see performances and you say, how am I going to win this bet? You know, I'm not laying down on it. I'm not done with it, but you just say to yourself, how is Rutgers going to turn this thing around? They can't shoot this poorly the whole game. Can they? <laughs> you, you would hope not, right? And again, this Penn State defense isn't that incredible. Uh -huh. I mean, 28 to Rutgers 14, is. it's doable. Yeah, right. Rutgers, Rutgers defense is, is spectacular. Mm -hmm. And they've been giving it up. So yeah. uh, halftime adjustments will be important. We'll see how they come out in the second half. Again, you know, as bad as we're making it seem, I mean, being down 14 is not the worst thing in the world right now. It seems no. a lot worse than it really is. Timeout, reset, get on a little streak here to end the half. 11 and a half on the live line. Tad bit tempting. I'll wait for this total, though, because I'm going to keep monitoring that and see if we could get it back up to maybe around 130 or something. It's going to take a lot for Rutgers, but uh, maybe we can get there. We'll, we'll keep monitoring it and uh, seeing if we can get any good approaches. Holden, let's get over to baseball, because I know you and I were excited to talk about this, whether it's in a good way or a bad way. Well, actually, we'll hold off for a second in terms of the, uh, the pitch clock, because we do have yeah. some news with the Padres that we've been meaning to get into. Manny Machado finalizing an 11-year, $350 million extension with the Padres. 
They have a combined $970 million on contracts with Machado, Xander Bogarts, Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, you're kind of going all in there if you're San Diego. Look, rightfully so, good for you, and no one really has expected that smaller of a franchise to do it, but, hey, the pressure's on now. It's probably going to cost them another 400 mil to get Juan Soto unless Soto struggles. So what are we talking about? 970 million on three players. Tatis, who can't stay on the field. Bogarts, who I think is just a remarkable, remarkable signing in the Manny Machado. I don't like the Machado deal, first of all. Uh, You're paying him for 11 years. He's already 31. So I guess they're just paying him to get this window, hoping that they can get three or four really elite years out of him. Because he's had three solid seasons, very good seasons with the Padres to this point. But this is a different time than, what, six or seven years ago when guys in their mid-30s were still producing well and upper 30s. Things have changed. I think you know what I'm talking about. So for a guy that's already 31, if you can get four good years out of him, but you're going to be sitting on seven years of Manny Machado. uh, The last... Six, seven years of that contract can be horrible. Uh, Tatis is the most talented player out there. Uh, I I really do believe that. His head's not on straight. Mm -hmm. And he's had problems with injuries, too. Bogart's great pickup. I told you about that. Cronenworth, their their order is just devastating. I I absolutely love it. And hopefully Juan Soto bounces back. But I do have a little concern about their rotation behind Darvish, behind uh, Musgrove, behind Snell. So there's not a lot of depth there. And the bullpen... Every year we say bullpen's not deep or they're very deep. That's just something that vacillates throughout the season. But with all this talent here, they're not going to have very much of an opportunity to improve their ball club because they traded all their prospects away. I mean, they're completely barren. The Juan Soto deal, they traded a couple of their their big prospects. Mackenzie Gore is gone, just up and down. So they've gone all in, absolutely 100% all in. They can make a run of the playoffs. I want to see the depth of this starting rotation because they're going to go as far as their starting rotation takes them this year. We know that they can out slug teams. Will they be able a to keep Darvish Musgrove and Snell on the mound for the at least 30 starts. These guys need that. And B who are the guys at the back end of the rotation that are going to be able to step in immediately because I, I just don't see where help is coming from right now with the rotation. So their win total 92 and a half over minus 120 unders even money. They're plus 130 to come out of the NL West on top. Uh, the Dodgers minus 125 to win the NL five to one to win the World Series at 10 to one. We talked about this a little bit last week and I don't care to really get invested on the teams who are short shots this far out. But a lot of the futures betting, like I said, that I kind of like to do, Holden, is, again, you're looking for a price that you don't think is going to be there when it's all said and done or as we get down to the wire. And for one of the short shots, I actually think the Padres would be the one that I would consider investing in on because you just, I mean, they have so much talent. And, yes, the NL West is tough, but you're not playing as many games against the division. Uh, The NL, you should still be fine considering, you know, you did relatively well enough last year. There was a team that I went on in like 18-1 to win the World Series. Tatis got injured, but had his PED too. And now you get him back, you add Bogert, you have all these weapons. If not this year, when? 
And like you said, you extend Machado, you'll have him for a while, but you're not going to have everybody for that long. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Padres got out to a hot start. Their odds decrease. 9-1, 8-1, You get to July, they're going to be hanging around that 6-7-1 and seven to one mark. It, realistically, probably not going shorter than that. But I'll be sitting on the double-digit tickets. And yeah, it's going to take a while to get there. But I just can't envision them being at double digits by the time we get to the postseason, which I'm presuming they get into. See, I think that they can make a huge run in the regular season because of offense. Yeah, Offense could carry you to the postseason. If you, if you don't have pitching though in the postseason, that's going to get you. So I don't mind your your shot here on the Padres. As a matter of fact, I look at their lineup. Go back and look at some of the lineups that the Cleveland franchise had in the '90s: Manny Ramirez, David Justice, Albert Bell, Jim Tomey. This reminds me a lot of those Cleveland lineups there. Now Cleveland had a little better pitching, and it was a different era there. But when you go Machado, Bogarts, Tatis, Soto. And then the ancillary pieces like Hassan Kim, Jake Cronenworth. It's hard to argue with them offensively. Again, they've got three really good frontline starting pitching. But if those guys get down, or if one of those guys go down, is there enough depth for them to carry it out through the rest of the regular season? Hey, they made a run last year in the playoffs. Uh, their their lineup is as devastating and as any in baseball. I know Philadelphia's got a nice one. The Dodgers got hurt without Trey Turner. I'm not totally sold on the Padres in the postseason. Mm -hmm. I hear you. And, and yeah, and a lot of these books give you the option for the cash out. And maybe it won't be that big because the Padres are already a shorter team at 10 to 1. But you're right. I'm not ready to claim them as World Series champs. Just think, like you said, they can make a big run in the postseason. The odds will look a little different. Plenty of ways you can look to attack it. Should be fun. Plenty more baseball discussion going to be happening here on VEASAN Live Bet Sunday. And we'll update you with our bets in college hoops and the NHL. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. So download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We are at the half in the Big Ten showdown with Penn State and Rutgers. We are a little bit invested here on VEASAN Live Bed Sunday. Danny Burke, your host in Las Vegas. Holden Kushner there in Denver, Colorado. Uh, looking at the screens right now. It appears Penn State goes up 31 to 21 heading into the second half. Eight in the hook on the live line, Holden. Total at 121 and a half. So we were talking off air, and you mentioned it on air too. I mean, this team total for Rutgers. Where was it originally when you mentioned it? And then what's the number you're seeing now? All right. So when they had what five, like five points in the first 15 minutes or so, yeah. <laughs> it was it was bad, man. It was 52 and a half. And now I'm seeing it at 56 and a half hmm. at plus one test. So probably 55 and a half is the sweet spot there that you can find it at. Uh, they did wake up. They did wake up late. I'm seeing a 10 and a half on the total uh, on the side. Is that you, you're finding an eight and a half wow. there. All right. Yeah. You get a good, spot I don't know. Though. I don't know where you're finding eight and a half, but that makes me feel good. Cause that's what I got invested in. So again, Penn state came out red hot. Uh, Rutgers could not do anything. It seems as though they settled down a little defensively too, because Penn state did not score more than five points down the stretch over the last three or four minutes of the first half. And uh, again, Rutgers, they couldn't be as bad as they were. Am I having a little remorse? I didn't get in at 52 and a half team total. Yeah, but it's, it's in the past. It already passed me and I really don't want to get invested again in this game. So let's just hope Rutgers loses by eight or less. So, yeah, we were talking about this team total. I guess, yeah, now, I mean, expecting them to score, what, like 36 points, it's a tall no. order. Yeah, I, I get it. I I, I don't want to do that, but what I would want to do is probably take, and again, I'm seeing just that one book, like eight in the hook right now. 
I'm sure there's better like you said. If there's ten and a half out there, I would I would certainly be tempted to look with Rutgers. Again, they only hit one three in this first half. You didn't see anything special from them offensively the entire time. Nine of 33, 27% from the floor. That is not going to persist. Now, Penn State shot 48%, which they eventually slowed down, which we were expecting to happen against a really strong Rutgers defense. They hit four threes. All right, four of 13, 30%, nothing crazy there necessarily. They went one of five from the charity stripe too. If Penn State's going to continue to have issues from the free throw line, that also is going to benefit Rutgers, you would imagine, catching uh, catching the points there as high as 10 in the hook. So uh, I hear you, man. I, I think Rutgers, I know you're staying away at this point, but if you're getting 10 in the hook, I would flirt with the idea of going with the Scarlet Knights. I think they get a little momentum going into the second half here. Let's let's talk about the Penn State team total. This Rutgers defense is spectacular. They did not look good for the first 15 minutes. They absolutely shut Penn State down. Their team total is 65 and a half. They scored. So they got to score 35 points here, right? Yeah, 35 points in the second half. Now, a quick look at that, and I say, yeah, yeah, you know, they put up 31. They played as well as they could play. But if this comes down to free throws, then we're in a little bit of trouble. But 65 and a half might be a number I'm a little disappointed about. And I finally got in on Stanford and Washington. I saw a quick six and a half. I took the pregame number then. So I am in on Stanford now, minus six and a half. Okay, 47 to 39, 15 minutes to go in that game. Stanford leads seven and a half. Now is what I'm seeing in some spots. Uh, 143 in the hook is the total. For that game, in terms of what I'm sweating, uh, we did cash in on our hockey over six, so uh, that was nice to get home with the Rangers and the Kings. We'll take that. What we won't take, unfortunately, Holden, so I did the first period under for Arizona and Nashville. Arizona has the audacity, well, more so maybe Nashville's defense, has the audacity to allow a shorthanded goal. So Nashville's still on the power play, but the Coyotes had a breakaway, put it in the net. It's one nothing with about 13 minutes to go. Uh, it's going to be a sweat here. But if anybody was listening there uh, to us yesterday, Mike Palm, a big first period better, especially with the unders, looking to grab plus money. He considers hedging off like you do in a lot of spots, uh, Holden, maybe not hedging off, but then betting the other side for plus money. Yeah. So you're looking to make just any kind of profit whatsoever. I'll look right now and see what the first period over numbers are on the live line, but that may be something I would consider now that yeah, you're not even halfway yet and it was a shorthanded goal and it got there. Okay. So you're the hockey better, my friend. Yeah. You, you, you take care of the hockey. I can handle anything else. I'm just going over the NBA now. Okay. Uh, what did you get your, your Cleveland number at seven and a half? Uh, so what I did there, I parlayed the bulls money line and then the Cavs okay. money line at plus one Oh four. So just need an outright win in that game. Cleveland came out hot. They're looking pretty good. Yeah. Toronto struggling to keep up offensively. So, uh, yeah, hopefully Cleveland makes that one seamless. What they're up. Like, uh, do you have the score in front of you? What the, with the, the Cavs? spot. Yeah. What was that? 64 57. Okay. 64 57, 224 and a half. The total, the live total in that game as well. Boy, Cleveland's a good team. Aren't they Man. like the, the nuggets go in there and they beat them, but that was huge. They had, they have turned things around very quickly in Cleveland. I I'm so impressed with what they've done between the trades and the drafting. Um, that's a team that Nobody's talking about to make a deep run in the East. At least I haven't heard a lot. It's all Boston, Boston, Sixers, mm -hmm. Sixers, Cleveland in a seven gamer could beat. I, I think they could beat the Sixers in a seven game series. Boston's going to be a heavier, a heavier load there, but it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked to see Cleveland just not just win one postseason series, maybe even two. I, yeah, I would put them at two. I 
don't think I would necessarily bet them to win the championship. And the only reason no. I say that, Holden, is because they're not in that experienced uh, state yet, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, they've played, obviously, all these regular season games together. You bring over Donovan Mitchell this year. But in terms of the postseason, it's a completely different animal. And that's what causes, causes you trepidation with some of these younger teams. They have a lot of talent, and I'm sure they'll be great for years to come. And maybe next year, if they do win a couple rounds, if they win one and lose a close second, I think that's a team certainly worth having the conversation about to bet the NBA championship the following year. But this year... Maybe a tad bit premature, maybe a team more so to bet on a game-to-game -game basis throughout the playoffs. But, yeah, a lot of fun. I mean, they got Mobley. Uh, they've got Jared Allen, two bigs who really can get it done on both ends, which is huge nowadays in the NBA when you have the likes of Jokic out in your neck of the woods. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh. Davis when he can stay healthy. Heck, you look at the Pelicans, they can't do squat without Zion Williamson. The Knicks are doing better with Mitchell Robinson back in the mix. It is imperative to have bigs who can kill you both ways. Toronto just brought in Yaka Pirtle, a guy that was heavily sought after and, you know, me being a Bulls fan, Vooch is kind of a guy who's weak on the defensive side. And if he's not giving you contributions offensively, they're, a, they're going to be unsuccessful, which we've seen. So I think that's what you need in this day and age. The Celtics, Robert Williams, he can get you too. Joel Embiid, obviously, with the Sixers. And the list goes on. But that is what you need. The Cavs have it. I just don't think they have that pedigree and experience in the postseason just yet. No, it, it really is a process. And I go all the way back before you were born. Like Michael Jordan is where I th the Pistons, even the Pistons had to get over the Celtics. Uh, the Bulls had to get over the Pistons. Mm -hmm. And this has been a trend in the NBA for like four or five decades now. It's just, you need experience. You have to have done that. You have to gone in and now Donovan Mitchell has been in the playoffs before, but where's the deep run with Garland? Where's the deep run? Mobley's just, by the way, Mobley is going to be a superstar mm -hmm. in this league. And I truly believe it. I knew he was good at USC. I didn't know that he had a chance to be a superstar. Now they couldn't take care of Jokic in that game against the nuggets, but nobody could take care of Jokic. It's a very uniquely built team. Cause how many guy, how many teams do have those two bigs? And then you've got a superstar in Mitchell and Garland's there as well. So uh, I, I'm buying in on the future of the, the Cavaliers, maybe not this year, but I think you and I are in agreement, not just one playoff series win, maybe two for the Cavs. Yeah, Mobley was a stud in that game against Denver. Again, the Nuggets oh. figured it out, and it was a great performance out of the Nuggets. But, uh, yeah, Mobley looked tremendous in that game. Holden, uh, I'm excited to get back into college basketball with you because mm -hmm. we're going to do a little segment when we return after this quick break, true or false with March Madness. So I'm excited to get into that. And I'm a loser on my uh, first period under for Arizona and Nashville. The Predators killed yeah. me, man. They got the goal to put it over. They allowed it to shorty. All right, we lose plus 118. We, you know, had the over six, so we'll split on hockey today. Uh, hopefully the Cavaliers come through, though. Now Toronto's making it interesting. 68 to 64, eight minutes to go in the third. Uh, look, if you're looking at an NBA game to invest in, you want to follow your boy here, Holden. Maybe you could get a better spot with Cleveland and we could no. sweat this guy out together. Something to consider, you know? No, no, no. I'm going to look at it during the break. Absolutely. So, again, what was the number? Was it seven and a half? Yeah, that's where it closed at about. Yeah. Okay. It just went from seven and a half to nine and a half. If we can get a better number, I'll sweat it with you. I'll have a good time. Why not? We're paid to bet games, right? We're a live <laughs> betting show. Let's go bet some live games. I dig it, baby. I dig it. Hey, we'll update that Rutgers Penn State game if it returns when we return. We'll keep you monitoring, or we'll keep monitoring that game, the Stanford Washington game, all the hockey action. 
and some NBA. But like we said, we got a, uh, a fun segment coming about true or false with some March Madness questions. Holden Kushner, Danny Berg taking it through the afternoon here on VEASAN Live Bet Sunday. Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. VSEN is excited to announce our new weekend lineup of live shows to cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can. With some fresh concepts and pairings as we head into a new season of sports, VSEN will continue to deliver all the news, analysis, and insights you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts. Check out the new lineup starting Monday. Check it out on our screen right here. But if you're not watching us and you're listening, make sure to check it out at VSIN.com. Welcome back into VSIN Live Bet Sunday. Danny Burke, your host, live in Las Vegas at the South Point Hotel Casino and Spa, holding Kushner alongside. But he's in Denver, Colorado, doing great work, keeping us up to date with all the in game action, college hoops, NBA hockey, and otherwise. Uh, last segment, we were teasing this segment naturally as we try to do we try to be professional and our tease was based on college hoops holding and brian ortega our producer spectacular work behind the glass by the way mm. brian's got some questions for us revolving around true or false for march madness time so uh mr ortega take it away my friend what do you got dialed up for us all right good to be with you danny and holden you guys are doing a great job today so my first question for you guys is Will a number one seed not make the Sweet 16? And I do have some projected number ones, which may change, uh, obviously. I'm using Joe Lenardi's Bracketology. And currently, um, his number one seeds possible are Alabama, Purdue, Houston, and Texas, although Purdue may move down. But I ask you the question, true or false, will they may have a number one seed in the Sweet 16, or will one not make the Sweet 16? Holden, I'll let you go first. I couldn't hear a word he said. So you're going to have to just say it real quick to me. What was the question? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So the question was, will a number one seed not make the Sweet 16? Still can't hear him, Dave. All right, I got you. you. So here yeah, it is. Take uh, care of me. Okay, so for a projected number one seed, yeah. it's saying a projected number one seed won't make it to the Sweet 16. And the current projected number one seeds via Lenardi, right, Joe Lenardi, uh, Alabama, mm -hmm. Houston, Purdue, and Kansas. Again, we don't know if that's what it's going to be, but those are okay. those projections right now. So true or false, a number one seed will not or want it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think there's a couple teams. First of all, Purdue. Purdue concerns me. They're not playing good basketball lately. They've dropped, what, three road games in a two-week span. Uh, they've got Edie, but they have freshman guards, and I don't like the guards that are going on there. The other team is Houston, and Listen, they've been the number one team all season long. I think the schedule has been a little bit weak. Uh, my big issue with them, you're going to play close games in the NCAA tournament. The 313th of free throw percentage, that's going to come back and bite them. So I can see Purdue and Houston uh, get knocked out before the final four. I agree with you. I, I think it's very plausible that a number one seed will not make it to the Sweet 16. It, years in general, it's... It seems like we see that happen. And now in a year that's filled with so much parity, so much uncertainty, home and road splits with some of these teams are apparent and the struggles of a team that we're losing confidence in perhaps with Purdue. I'm with you, Holden. So you and I are uh, in agreement there for a one seed, at least one of them to not make it to the Sweet 16. 
Uh, the next one then that we've got dialed up here is we, uh, you know, we we let Ortega get a shot here, Holden, but uh, <laughs> we'll take it over from this point. So will Thank the you. ACC have at least one team in the Elite Oof. Eight? The projected ACC teams, Miami, Virginia, Duke, NC State, and Pitt. Will the ACC have at least one of those projected teams, unless there's another one, find their way to the Elite Eight, Holden? So they got to win three games. Virginia can't score. They're a great defensive team. I'm all about great defensive teams in the tournament, but Virginia is going to run into a team. They're going to play a close game defensively. I don't, I, I, I got a problem with them winning three games. I think Miami who was stunned by Florida state last night. Very well coached Larinaga. That's a team that can win three games. Duke Shires really Turn it on, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's the best record by any first-year head coach at Duke. So I know the Dukies were upset. They got off to a slow start. This team's just getting better every single week. Can't shoot the three ball. So I kind of see them maybe winning a game or two and then get bounced. I think the best shot there to get to the Elite Eight would be Miami. Virginia and Duke, possibly, but I don't have them going there right now. I would say... I would say true. I, I don't put stock into Virginia, but I would, I think like you're saying, like Miami is certainly capable of getting there. I think they're going to be a popular mm -hmm. team among a lot of people based on what we've seen. And I like that they lost that game to Florida state in that fashion. I like when teams have to deal with those kind of bruises, that adversity, especially at this time. I mean, you don't want it on a consistent basis, but every now and then it's going to help chisel you when it matters most. So I'm fine with that happening to Miami. They're obviously the favorite to do it, to get you there. And then Duke's been turning it around. I, I mean, I, I mentioned home and road splits, and no, Duke has not been great away from their floor, their home floor, but they're getting hot at the right time. And maybe it's just because of who they're playing in their conference. But I, I think you got some, some teams there. I, I think Miami and Duke are the ones to put some stock in. NC State, maybe, maybe. But again, you're really relying on Miami, it appears. But if we're talking betting odds, too, I'm sure the true would have a little bit of plus money to it. So that's also what would tempt me to want to say that. You know, there's, there's some that still want to believe in North Carolina. This is an uber, uh, just an uber talented team. Mm -hmm. If they make a run in the ACC tournament, all of a sudden, I think that they're firmly going to be in a position where they can win three games. So while everybody's counting them out and they're coming off a big win uh, over UVA, I want to see what that team does in the ACC conference tournament. And if even if they get to the finals of the ACC conference tournament, my whole position on North Carolina is going to change just from the sole fact that they're talented and they made the run last year. Uh, but for whatever reason, I think there's a lot of reasons. Hubert Davis's team has not lived up to expectations, even close. But we saw a little bit of getting their mojo back against UVA. So don't count out North Carolina yet. I think this is a team that's disappointed a lot. But there is a chance that they could get hot and make a run. Okay. How about we got one? You, you don't You just said you went, okay. That means you think I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I don't think you're crazy. I hear it. I, I'm not ready to be completely convinced on them necessarily, but I, I hear your argument. I got it. Okay. Indifferent, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> uh, hold it. We've got one more here from our guy, Brian Ortega. Will a Mountain West team make the Sweet 16? The projected teams, San Diego State, Boise State, Nevada, uh, look, it realistically, unless, at least for me, you're banking on San Diego State to do it. 
I'll say no. What do you think here? I'll go with false. So I, I don't think a team's going to make it there from the Mountain West. You got to win two games, right? You got to win two games. San Diego State defends. We know that. Right. Who's the other one? Utah State, I think, is top 15 uh, defensively. Let me go look at Ken Palm real quick. I think Utah State is up there, too. Yeah, they're uh, behind Nevada. Uh, Boise. Oh, yeah. Boise's the other one. Mm -hmm. Boise's the other one. So I do watch uh, a bit of Mountain West. San Diego State, Boise are the two teams that I, th I really do think can't surprise. One of these two teams can win two games. I know you see them beat each other up all the time. It's the Mountain West. It's not big names. San Diego State, you're always in a battle with them. They can always win two games. And I think Boise's the other team that's kind of stood out to me. Okay. I could see why you'd want to see. I mean, yeah, I, Boise and San Diego State certainly could win those two games. I keep kind of thinking about it from a betting perspective, and I feel like the no, the false, right, would have some plus money, and I'd rather kind of flirt with that. I just, that's just where my mentality keeps taking me. But, yeah, San Diego State's defense is incredible. It, the thing is here – are you going to be able to produce enough offense? Because if you run into a team that's hitting their threes, getting to the charity stripe, making their cake that way left and right, it's a completely different ball game than what you're seeing in conference play. But San Diego State should be good enough to do it. I would just, again, flirt with the idea of the no potentially. Yeah, I think what you're here, you'll hear from me a lot is if a team is elite defensively, that's going to keep you in games in the first sure. two rounds. Maybe even a third game. You know, Maybe even a third game. There are, there's these defensive teams though often struggle scoring, which is why I don't see Virginia making a huge run this year. But again, coming out of the mountain West, I can see one of those two teams winning two games. Yeah. Just keeping themselves in games defensively, slog it up, ugly games. And you're, you're, these are teams that are facing each other for the first time. Usually. Yeah. Uh, they can give you fits. Hey, Holden, really quick, because we talked about this the other segment, uh, sticking in basketball with going NBA. Did you happen to get involved with Cleveland by any chance? I didn't. I didn't because the line went up to 10 and a half, 11 and a half. Ah. Now it's 18 and a half. So you're looking good, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, for the outright dub, uh, not too shabby. Cleveland up 91 to 71, a few minutes to go in the third against the Raptors right now. Uh, some other in-game updates to Penn State and Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers needs to give you a little bit more here. 42 to 27, the Nittany Lions with the lead. Plenty of time, though, right? You got 16 minutes left in this game. Uh, what numbers are you seeing out in your neck of the woods now? You just lose by eight, Rutgers. I don't, I don't care if you lose. I just want you to lose by right. eight. Like I said, we're getting a, a little different numbers out here yeah. in Colorado than we're, we're seeing in some other places. We're getting 12 and a half here at even money for Rutgers. Even money, 12 and a half. All right. Well, you're down 15 now. Yeah. Got to hit some shots. Got to hit some threes. Seems like a lot to ask for this Rutgers team. Man, let's hope they do so. For Holden's sake, of course. And uh, I'm still debating if I should get invested, but who knows? I'm sweating it enough for a guy Don't Holden. Don't do it! Don't <laughs> do it! There you go. Hey, we'll tell you what not to do or to do when we come back in terms of Major League Baseball futures betting. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. You get BetMGM rewards. Every wager helps earn you points. Check it out at BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the program. Feast and Live Bet Sunday with you here on Feast and the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host in Las Vegas. Holden Kushner with us there in Denver, Colorado. All right, Holden. Rutgers making it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. 14 and a half to go. 10-point game. It's doable. 
We're getting there. Come on. We're okay. It's uglier than my high school girlfriend, but it's still, you know, watchable. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like an Ortega. I just saw him just go, oh, God, I can't believe he said that. Don't worry about it. I don't remember her name, Ortega. Everything's fine, Mr. Producer. Just settle down. All right? It's all good. No no problem. I know. I, you got I know it's all good. Yeah. I always like it, though, because I could see him on the screen right. and sometimes I'll say something. I'll just go, Oh God. Well, that, doing hold on. That was the best when we were doing this show during the football season. So I was yeah. on a tad bit of a delay because I was streaming back in my place in Chicago. So it was me, Jeff and Ben. And then Ortega, mm -hmm. you saw his picture back there. And even before Jeff or Ben would speak, I would see Ortega just have some kind of reaction when it was oh, like a yeah. standalone game. And I knew something happened instantly. And of course, if it was with his Packers, you knew whether it was something good or bad too. Big it was usually bad. Over there. It was usually bad this year. Unfortunately, <laughs> Ortega, kid, kid, is that it? Do I need to go back on my high school girlfriend and not say things like that? Because this is really what this reminds me of. No, it's okay. Where, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Chicago, suburban Makes Chicago. Sense. Makes sense. Makes oh, sense. It does. It does make a lot of <laughs> sense. Double shot there. Look at Throwing Rick. shots Dan, here Danny from a Burke got a ricochet. Head. What are we doing? Yeah. Brian, didn't you say you hadn't been to Chicago before? When we were talking about because we were talking about food and you said you haven't been there. I've, I've never been to Chicago for a couple of reasons. One of them being I am a Packer fan, which means I have to just hate everything from the state of Chicago. Uh, he's not even from Chicago. Wisconsin, though. He's from Arizona. That's true. Also, yeah, Chicago's not a state. A but city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even know it's a city. He's like Chicago. It's, it's just a big, it's a big I state. I worked in tourism for a long time, and I found out that if you're from Chicago, you'll never say Illinois. And if you're from Correct. like Peoria, Illinois, you'll always say Illinois because Chicago basically right. is like it's it's the 51st state, basically. Yeah, you're right. He's not wrong. Definitely say that. And even like Puerto Rico was the 51st state, Ortega. <laughs> Someone fact check him on that. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> All right, Holden. Uh, hey, I guess somewhat of a segue here. Speaking of Chicago, two baseball teams, the Cubs and the Sox. We're talking a little baseball here. We might as well start out with them. Uh, we did touch on them a little bit yesterday, Mike Palm and I, and we were talking about the Cubs here, Holden, and the Cubs, mm -hmm. their win total at about 77 and a half. Oof. Now, I, I get on paper this team is not that attractive, but they brought together what I'm kind of calling like a, a handful of above average talent, right? Like you brought in mm -hmm. Dansby Swanson, who's, who's a really solid player. He's kind mm -hmm. of their main guy, even though they're supposed to get bigger guys. Uh, you brought in Hosmer. All right. I guess we'll see what he can do power wise. Uh, Mancini. All right. Again, it's kind of odd. You brought in both of them, but so be it. Uh, you brought in Jamison Tyon and you got Cody Bellinger, who you might as well take a flyer on. Could be an absolute hit. Could be doing the same, which would result in a miss with these rule changes. I think that could benefit him and in a uh, hitters ballpark if the wind's blowing out for Bellinger too. the division I think the Brewers are going to take a step back I think mm -hmm. the Cardinals will be fine uh, the Pirates may surprise it from time to time be sneaky there with some of their young guys like Cruz and company but I'm not too worried about them and then the Reds are just kind of a nightmare right now the Cubs could be a sneaky competitive team I would consider taking them to make the playoffs at three to one or better I haven't done it uh, I'll shop around and see if we could even get four to one or better. And honestly, if you wait, you'll probably get better odds too, assuming they go in some kind of drought. But Holden, I think this team is going to be an improvement from last year. It's not going to be the prettiest and flashiest team, but they'll grind out some games. And I think they could be in the running for a wild card spot. Well, I, I think you're, you're too early. I'll just disagree with you there. As far as the rotation goes, Stroman, Tyon, you know, we'll see if Steele uh, could take a step as well. The back end. What happened to Drew Smiley? I just, 
If they could fix Drew Smiley, that'd be that'd be a huge boost for them. So I do have some issues with their rotation. You're a hundred percent spot on in the division. This is a horrible division. Like I'm, the Brewers, yeah, they're gonna take it. They're a five hundred team in my estimation. The Reds, the Pirates, it's gross. Like St. Louis, St. Louis should have an inflated win total for the sole fact they play in this division. But I love what their the front office is doing. They're taking shots on guys that either have had upside, and then they go out and they side a Dansby Swanson. All right, Dansby, listen, we're not going to be any good this year. That's fine. But you're going to be one of the centerpieces of us when we do get good. Mm-hmm. And as a guy that covered the Washington Nationals, you know, over a decade ago, they signed a guy by the name of Jason Worth. They were a laughingstock. They were a horrible organization. They signed him. You know, he brought a little bit of credibility. Uh, that wore off after a while. He brought a little bit of credibility, so they brought a guy in that was a veteran, they had talent that was coming up through the minors and it took them a year or two. So as far as the Cubs go, forget about the playoffs. You can, you can laugh at me this time next year. If you want to, Hey, hold me. I love it. When people call me out, remember when I'm wrong. Cause I barely remember when I'm right. Uh, but uh, this team though, but 74 wins, is that what we're talking about here? I think it was like and 77 and a half. I'll check again, but I think are that's they better than last year. Are they better than last year? They if they're better, be. if, if you think they're better than last year, then 78 wins is not a huge. Yeah, 77 uh, and a half. Because we'll, I think they we'll had 74 last year. 77 and a half? What's mm-hmm. that first month of, you know, here's the other thing I like looking at when it comes to uh, to betting totals. I kind of like looking at that first month schedule. And if they got, let's just say they got to go up against the, the Mets. And I don't have the schedule in front of me, but. If if they're going up against the Mets, if they got to fight, if they got to face Scherzer and Verlander, you know, right off the bat, then maybe let's wait a week. Let's go see how they do there. Let's see if we can get into a better number. I don't think they're going to get off to such a hot start. We're never getting that number again. Now they do have the Brewers, the Rangers, and the Reds. All right, so so maybe maybe you want to bet this thing before, and then they got the Mariners too. Wow, that's well, a hellish. And then That's the Dodgers, <laughs> you get the well, Dodgers a couple times then. Yeah. Maybe we want to wait till May. Yeah. Go make this bet in May. Good I mean, call. the first week, maybe they can get through it, but we're talking Mariners, Dodgers, Dodgers, Padres. Mm. And then you're on the road I, I, against Miami, yeah. easily losable games for the Cubs. You're, you you got to go to Houston too in May. We're, you got to go to we're Minnesota. We're talking about. We're talking Ugh, about making really. bets here preseason. Okay. So I get it. If I had to play into what you're doing, I think the line is set very well. I'd probably have them 77, 78 wins, but the smart thing that I would do here is see what kind of, what kind of month they get off to and see if we can get a better number. It's it's, it seems like it's a winnable first month or so, or first two weeks, but then that schedule is nasty, very nasty. So the Cubs, if I had a bet right now under, I'd revisit it at the end of April. It's a great point you had, and I should probably look into that more than I do. It's not like I just completely neglect it, but in terms of a team, maybe you're not in, like all the way there conviction-wise, and you know that it could alter drastically. Like, say, for example, a team as high as the Astros started off slow. Like, the win total is not going to adjust that much because you kind of figure they're going to, you know, work things out and get back into a rhythm. The Cubs are a middling team right now, so if they do start out slow, presumably they might with this schedule. Well, that could change enough to where it's pretty drastic and you do get a better number. So I think that's a fantastic way to approach the Chicago Cubs. 
And hold it before we get out of here too. You mentioned the Brewers. Are you, are you just fading the Brewers this this entire year, really, or at least in the beginning stages? Uh, I'm trying to see where their win totals at. Let's see. We got 85 and a half. A little steep, right? I that's a 500 team to me, Danny. Isn't it to you? They like, have that's, no offense. That's, a, that's what I'm. Yeah, and I mean, we get to that. That's the big issue. Like, if, sure, Burns, Woodruff, Peralta. You got a nice front three or your rotation there, but I don't know where they're scoring runs. You tell me where they're scoring runs. This could be a top what seven or a bottom seven eight offense this year. It's the bad. It's the same thing with Milwaukee each season. They get by with amazing pitching. If mm-hmm. they're going to win a game, it'll be like two to one or something like that. They're just, they just don't have those pieces that they had at one point when they didn't have the pitching and now they can't just get both ends to correlate together. So I, I'm with you here. I'm maybe not ready to go 500, but I would certainly look toward the under before I'd rather go to the over with Milwaukee. Yeah, they'll have good outings here and there with Woodruff and Burns, but come on, I don't think that offense is doing anything for you. Uh, We'll see what Rutgers can do for you, my man. They cut it to single digits. We'll update you on that game. See how Holden's feeling. They're down 48 to 41. Ten minutes to go. Plenty of time for our guy Holden and his bet with the Scarlet Knights. Again, we'll update you on that and much more when we return for our three here on Beeson Live Bet Sunday. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget remember if you or a loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services 